Okay, let's look at this example. f of x equals 2x to the fourth minus 4x cubed plus 7. All right, <clears throat> so what are we going to do? We're going to find the derivative. So the derivative is what? 8x cubed minus 12x squared. All right, this is an easy one, at least to find the derivative. And now we're going to look for what? Critical numbers. Okay, again, I think I'll get rid of the uh, does not exist situation first. So <clears throat> the critical numbers for which the derivative does not exist. This is a polynomial, and polynomials always exist, so we don't have any of them. And then we have the critical numbers for which the derivative is equal to 0. All right, so uh, let's see, we can factor out a 4x square, right? Take a common 4x square, and then we'll have what? 2x minus, what, 3. All right, so just check that real quick. 8x cubed, that's right, and minus 12x squared, that's right. Okay, so then we get <coughs> x is 0, or... 2x minus 3 equals 0, or 2x equals 3, or x equals 3 halves, right? So those are our critical numbers. Let's stretch out our number line. We'll have 0, that's a critical number, and we'll have 3 halves. 3 halves is what, 1 and a half. That's a critical number, okay? And the derivative is what? Well, you know what? I think I'm going to write the derivative. Instead of writing it as 8x cubed minus 12x squared, I'm going to write it as 4x squared times 2x minus 3. Okay, and I'll show you why in one minute. <coughs> okay, so if x is 0, the derivative is 0, and if x is 3 halves, the derivative is 3 halves. Now pick a number over here to the left of my first critical number, right? Negative 1. Now, remember, all I'm really interested in is the sign of the first derivative. So, since 4x squared Right? x squared is always positive, and 4 is always positive. So 4x squared is always positive. So the sign of this first derivative is going to depend only on the sign of 2x minus 3. If 2x minus 3 is positive, the whole thing will be positive. And if 2x minus 3 is negative, the whole first derivative right, will be negative. So, that's going to make my life much easier, because what? If x is negative 1, I get what? Negative 2 minus 3 is negative 5, so the derivative is negative. I don't care how negative it is, I only care that it is negative. All right? A number between 0 and 3 halves is 1, right? And... 
2x minus 3, again, is what? 2 minus 3 is negative. Oh, look at this. Negative, 0, negative. All right? Hmm. Okay. And then a number to the right of 3 halves, I could try 2. And what? 2x minus 3 is what? 4 minus 3 is positive. Okay. <clears throat> so again, by considering the factored form, 4x squared times 2x minus 3, and realizing that 4x squared is always positive, I can just analyze the sign of 2x minus 3. Okay, so that was, that was sort of a good little trick. If you didn't realize it, you still would get the same sign results using the derivative written <coughs> as 8x cubed minus 12x squared. I just thought I'd show you that. All right, so what, what's going on here? Well, we have what? A decreasing function that becomes horizontal, and then what? Instead of increasing and becoming, what, a relative minimum, the curve, what, continues to decrease. So this is, what, it's not a maximum, it's not a minimum, okay? What about this critical number? Well, here we have a decreasing function that turns horizontal and then starts to increase. Ah, so we do have what? A relative minimum. Okay? This is neither. Neither max nor min. All right? All right? So our critical point, this time we only have one thing that we really care about. Well, actually, we care about this critical point. So where is it? It's when x is 0. Well, when x is 0, we get what? <clears throat> we go back to the original function, right? 0, 0, 7. So 0, 7. Right, is, is the first critical point, which is what? Neither a max nor a min. Now this is, remember what I was saying before? Every extrema, every relative extrema is a critical point, but not every critical point is a relative extrema. So here we have a critical point that is neither a relative max nor a relative min. Okay. Here though we have what? If x is three halves, right? Oh, now we have to figure out how much, how much we get here. Well, you know what? I did this before, so I am just going to tell you, and you can check that f of three halves, okay, is 29 eighths. You can use your calculator or you can do it by hand, right? But <clears throat> this is what we get, all right? Then where does the curve increase and decrease? Well, the curve increases, right, means what? Means the derivative is positive, right? The function will increase, the curve will increase if the derivative is positive. Now, where is the derivative positive? It's only positive over here. So it's from what? 
from three halves to infinity. All right? And again, these are points, and this is an interval. Right? Okay? And f decreases, meaning what? The derivative is negative. Right? Well, the derivative is negative from what? From negative infinity to zero. Okay? And from what? Zero to three halves. All right? Now, could we combine these and say that the function decreases from negative infinity to three halves? Could we? Does it decrease? Is the derivative negative from negative infinity to three halves? No. It's not negative, right? The derivative is not negative. The function does not decrease at zero. It's horizontal. Okay, so we have to break this up. Okay? All right, and then what does this graph look like? Well, 0, 7 is, let's say, over here. Okay, and 3 halves is, let's say, 1 and a half. And 29 eighths is what? 3 is 24 eighths, and 5 eighths is a little more than a half, so mm, about here. Okay. So, this is a minimum, right? And this is neither a maximum nor a minimum. The curve, what? It decreases, becomes horizontal, and then decreases again, right? Continues to decrease to the minimum, and then turns and increases. Okay, so this is more or less what the curve looks like. All right, let's try one more. <clears throat> 